Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer Had a very shiny nose Boom. And if you ever saw him You would even say it close Come on, come on All of the other reindeer Used to laugh and call him names They never let poor Rudolph Join any reindeer games Yo, if you don't know who that is that's DMX, my dog's bite, singing Rudolph. What's up? It's Pastor Ed. Welcome to the Mad Random uh, Show with Ed, episode nine. I'm not prepared. I got no notes. I don't know what I'm gonna say, but we're gonna have a very Christmas episode. We're gonna do a sermon recap, New York Jets report. We're gonna do a Brooklyn report, maybe a crazy story. And we're gonna let you go, and then we're gonna give you shopping tips. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. I'm just making that up, but that sounds good. All right. Shout out to DMX. Shout out to all my friends from California. Shout out to all my friends from Tejas. Shout out to all my friends from New Jersey. Shout out for all my friends from Abu Dhabi, from Dubai. All that good stuff. All right. Let's get to this episode. All right, now it's time for the sermon recap. Yesterday was our Christmas service. It was really nice. And I spoke like a power of Christmas sermon. Uh, I talked about the first the first big idea. Not sure if I tell you all last week. I split the sermon in two. But last week's big idea was uh, a desire to grow in your love for Christ. You know, the proof of desire is pursuit. And you have to ask the Holy Spirit to help you and guide and govern and guide you in your pursuit. Um, also about making room for Christ, you know, the whole the room in the inn. And we're talking about that sometimes it's not moral failure that holds us back from our breakthrough, but familiarity. And we lose our awe, we lose our leap. And how Elizabeth, John the Baptist, leaped when he was in the presence of Mary, with Jesus in Mary's womb. And uh, a lot of times we lose our leap, but we can't let familiarity breed contempt and hold us back. And then this week I talked about um, having the desire uh, to have like open up, ask the Holy Spirit to open our eyes to the vision of Christmas. Um, and, you know, understanding that we need constant revelation. We don't want to lose our awe and um let me find that scripture. I talked about Luke 4.18, where Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoner, recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free. I talked about Ephesians 1.18. It says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened uh, in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. Uh, I talked about that for a second. I talked about uh, how uh, this illumination of Christ increases our inner peace, our peace with God, our peace within, our peace with others. Um, I talked about this peace helps us 
recover from uh, uh, recover from frictional, fractional, and uh, what was it? Frictional, frac- uh, f- uh, frictional, fictional, and fractional wounds. Um, you know, the friction when we have peace with others and peace with God, it helps with the friction in our life. And then when we have peace with God, it, 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 it kind of heals our memory and nostalgia. And we stop having some fiction. Because sometimes we have some delusions uh, that hold us back from our destiny. And I talk about fractional. And I did the double for your trouble. And how Job had double for his trouble after he prayed for his friends. You can look that up. Like Job's breakthrough after, came after the obedience of praying for his friends. And his friends were kind of like frenemies. And doing the whole like, oh, maybe you're going through this thing because you're prideful, and maybe you're going, you lost everything because you, your searching history and your uh, Chromebook is nasty. I'm only playing, but yeah. So I talked about the importance of of that peace, bringing healing and peace with God, peace with yourself, peace with others, so you can heal with that frictional, fractional, and fictional uh, wounds in your life. I talked about the importance of having the illuminations and. And coming to church with expectancy and reading your Bible with expectancy and even dedicating some time every day for prayer with expectancy and how the Christmas story had moments of clarity and epiphany. Joseph uh, wasn't really on board until he had a dream. The wise men received moments of clarity. Uh, and they were kind of like, the, the Magi story kind of talks about a little bit like long distance evangelism because the Magi's were like uh, exposed to the the messianic promise through Daniel and their forefathers who listened to Daniel in Old Testament but your pastor will teach you all that and then I talk about how Mary had a moment of clarity when the Gabriel, angel Gabriel visited her how the shepherds had a moment of clarity uh, when they experienced a miracle and with the angels and they worship uh, Jesus. Elizabeth had a, a moment of clarity before John the Baptist. Uh, even John the Baptist in the womb leaped when he got around Jesus. And so I talked about the you know the importance of having that expectancy and that desire for continual uh, illuminations and continual moments of clarity. So the power of Christmas uh, is not lost to us. Are you following me? Stop playing with me. All right. And then... Um, I don't want to tell you no more. It's boring. Hold on, I said. Hold on. That's all I'm gonna tell you. I said some other stuff, but yeah. So it was a good Christmas service. So the vibe was good. A few people in my church were sick. My little godson, my godchildren were sick. I just noticed that. And um, we had a good party afterwards. We did the white elephant game. We did some karaoke. We had some good food, some good fellowship, and, you know, I'm learning that good food, good fellowship is so important. You know, I was just reading today uh, a medical breakthrough about the vagus, vagus nerve in our body. It's like a nerve, like the 10th cranial nerve from your brain. You know about that nerve. And how is uh, the vagus nerve is one of is keys to our well-being, and it has like that parasympathetic system that embraces touch and warmth and stillness. You know, I'm not gonna talk about that, but yeah, fellowship is really important. The Christmas party is really important. 
We had a wonderful time. And that's it for... Oh, my God. I'm a minute over. That's it for my sermon recap. Let's take a break. Let's listen to some fire music. time for the New York Jets report. Jets beat the Steelers. My boy, Pastor Patrick, says the Steelers beat themselves. Semantics. The Jets helped the Steelers beat themselves. But in the end, the Jets won. So we're looking good. You got some good wins against the Giants, against the Redskins, against the Raiders, against Miami. You know, we build it up for next season. We should have been in the playoffs, but it's a conspiracy. Something with Ukraine and Pelosi and Trump, it's a long story. But it's a conspiracy. I think also the Elk Lodge has something to do with it. And uh, the the 34th degree Masons, but that's neither here nor there. But the NFL is interesting. AFC, I like the sneaky Patriots. You know they got caught cheating again, right? They said it was some scout thing, filming, and, you know, they were trying to do, like, a reality show. It's hilarious. They said the most Boston uh, person got caught by the most Ohio person. ESPN did a really good job talking about it. They're habitual line steppers. But, you know, there's, there's, some, there's some people who feel like if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But that's another episode. Um, so I like the Patriots. I like I like the Ravens. I think, the, I think it's, you know, the Ravens is one of the, has the best camaraderie and chemistry I've seen in a long time. Lamar Jackson's probably the best young talent I've seen in a while. But we always say that, right? We said that with Deshaun Watson. We said that with Patrick Mahomes. Who else we said that with? We said that with, I remember with um, Cam Newton. Everybody was like, oh, he's too big. He's too fast. He's too tall. But, but Lamar Jackson, for now, looks like the truth. And then the NFC, I like the 49ers, and I like the um, Saints if they have home field advantage. And you can never sleep on the Seahawks. So that's the NFL report. Uh, the Jets are going to beat Buffalo next week. Shout out to my homeboy, Bruce. Uh, and shout out to my boy, uh, Pastor Joey. But the Bills are playing good, but the Jets are going to win. All right. Next episode. Well, the next segment. I gotta open my window. It's cold outside, but hot in my house. Radiator power. It's called Project Heat. Give thanks alive. Give thanks alive. Everybody dance and feel alive. Give thanks alive. Give thanks alive. Give thanks alive. Lord Jesus Christ, well I am giving.
What's up, beloved? So I know I promised you guys uh, a talk about Brooklyn. So I'm going to give you three things I do not miss about old Brooklyn, the way I grew up. I guess you could say like the 80s, 90s. I don't miss crime. There's still crime now, but I felt like there was more prevalent street crime, more pickpocket, more snatch your purse, snatch your chain, blah, blah, blah. It was the era of the crack. Everybody got robbed. Everybody's house got robbed during the crack era. Um, so I don't miss the crime. There was more like cars being stolen too. I remember there was these two twin dudes in my neighborhood and everybody knew they stole all the cars. So it was a lot of crime. Way less crime now. Um, I don't miss, nothing I don't miss, I don't miss the lack of food choices. I was growing up, it was diner, pizza, Chinese. Yeah, because even the Spanish restaurants, I don't remember them really delivering. I think you had to go there. So, I don't miss that. You know, some of the food was good, don't get me wrong. But you wasn't getting uh, Thai food. You wasn't getting no Vietnamese sandwich. You wasn't getting no ramen noodles. You were getting wonton soup, ham and cheese, and, like, a big French toast for the Greek spot. Now there's way more food, so I don't miss the lack of food choices. I, I don't miss being voiceless. You know, before something went wrong, all you did was, like, shake your fist and complain. Now you can call this number called 311. You can complain about anything. You know, before, if I went to the Brooklyn Borough President's office or the mayor's office, they would literally kick me out. They wouldn't even let me in. They'd be like, do you have an appointment? And I'll be like, no, I'm a concerned citizen. They'll like write a letter. You know, nothing would happen. Now, the Brooklyn uh, president, uh, Brown president, he has a, a liaison, constituent liaison, constituent outreach manager, constituent concerns, you know, czar. And, you know, and then you call 311, someone calls you back. You can straight up email the mayor now. So. I don't miss being voiceless. You definitely have a greater voice now. But three things I do miss. I miss when there was less people or less cars. I believe Uber ran the skeeter on everybody. I think when Uber first wanted to come here, it was mostly ride sharing, like a ride sharing uh, hustle. And, um, you know, I, I feel like now everybody takes the Uber dolo solo han solo and there's like a million cars outside there's like ten thousand camrys outside and um and there's way more people so i miss the days i know i used to be a pete we used to play football in the street and we will suck our teeth when a car come and like wave them like hurry up hurry up papa hurry up and now i can't even imagine playing two in touch of the street be too many cars too many interruptions all right another thing i miss cheaper apartments you had basement apartments. You had like six floor walk-ups. There was always cheap apartments. Now, the prices are, you know, crazy. And the last thing I missed was uh, New York had a sense of character. Had a New York culture. It's not really there now because of like gentrification and immigration. Because we're uh, a sanctuary city and um, right to shelter state. So there's a lot of people from other states. And then we have a lot of industry, right? 
Google's here. JetBlue's here. Papo's Bodega's here. We have a lot of industry. And so you have a lot of people come out of state from work. And then also we have the largest education system in the country. So we recruit a lot of teachers for on the cheap from other states. So you have a lot of people here. So like they don't really have the character. They don't really they wasn't they didn't grow up here, you know? Um just because they order bacon, egg, and cheese from Papo in the corner and they know a few biggie lyrics, it ain't the same. And so I do miss the character. It was a strong hip hop culture, um, strong like rock and roll, Irish Catholic culture. Um, the village was like no other place in Manhattan, the vibe, uh, Coney Island. So yeah, there was like a different, everybody knew the rules, everybody walked on the right side. You went up the escalator, the right side was to like chill and let the machine carry you. The left side was to walk. Everybody knew these little rules that people don't know no more, you know? And so I do miss that. And then, you know, there was a lot of hip hop, a lot of rap music. Uh, there was a lot of like, you know, uh, break dancing, you know, the five elements of hip hop and five percenters and all that stuff. So it's definitely a little different, but not bad. Not bad or not better. It's just different. So, yeah, so that was my little New York report. You know, um, if you visit New York, it's a nice place. You know, I'm not saying it's the best place. I like Paris. I like London. I like Texas. I like Florida. I like New Jersey. I like Connecticut. I like it everywhere. You know, I'm not one of those New Yorkers that live and die that we're the be- best place in the world. You, you know, you do what you do. You do what God's called you to do. The will of God is not necessarily a place, but a state of grace. So, you know, some places trigger a certain state and a certain stage, but that's another hubbard talk. All right, that's my New York report. Um, let me tell you some old stores. There used to be a store called The Wiz. It's like a music store. There was a store called Beach Street. We used to get like mixtapes and stuff. There was a store called J- uh, Crazy Eddie's. Like, there was a lot of electronic stores. Now that I think about it. J&R Music World, Crazy Eddie's. Um, there was more Jewish delis before. There ain't too many Jewish delis now. There was more Greek diners. Um, there was more subway delays. You know the subways? The light used to go out a lot. That was weird. The light used to go out a lot. And there was more graffiti. And there was definitely more graffiti before. There's, there's a famine of good graffiti. True lie. True lie. There's better street art now. Like big murals. But there's not too much graffiti. Alright. That's the New York report. Let me... Oh my goodness, I went long. My bad. Run so loud and proud, you hear it. It's Christmas time and we got the spirit. Jack was chilling, the hawk is out. And that's what Christmas is all about. The time is now, the place is here. And the whole wide world is filled with cheer. My name's DMC with the mic in my hand. And I'm chilling and cooling just like a snowman. So open your eyes, lend us an ear. We want to say Merry Christmas.
All right, folks, that's a wrap. Um, originally, I was going to talk about some other things, Dante's Inferno and all that, but it's Christmas. Ain't nobody want to hear all that drama. Um, Jesus is the reason for the season. I pray that you have a wonderful Christmas. Whether you have a lot of gifts to give out or whether you have a lot of gifts to open, the best gift you could have is the gift of salvation, the gift of peace of God, peace with God, and peace with others. I pray that you will be healthy, well, and that you would grow in your spiritual journey more and more every day. And, you know, don't don't neglect your faith. May you walk in the fullness of God's power. May you have uh, many epiphanies and revelations and illuminations and eye-opening situations that will make you realize how much God loves you. God loves you more than you will ever know. You're stronger than you think, and you have more allies than you realize. If you want to know more about the faith, if you want me to pray for you, you're probably my friend anyway if you're listening to this. Ain't nobody listening to this. It's like 80 people the most. Um, so have a great day. I'll pray with you. I'll pray for you. And um, enjoy this last song. All right? Talk to you soon. God bless. Bye. Sweet.
Raising up the broken